this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Y'all really not putting Tatum on the, the Hairline Hall of Fame? T- Tatum is doing his thing for me, but... Uh, that nigga makes him count, bro. Oh, it also... Uh, one, that... That shit gonna be... No, because like... No, hey, hold 19. on, hold on. Oh, I, I argue. He's not 19. So, so... so but... <laughs> age... He was not He's 19. Too young. He is not 19. I <laughs> No, no, uh, but, no, but the real thing is, uh, Trey... Being mixed does not help you with your hairline. <laughs> no, no, no. That means it it's gonna Blake be gone. Griffin. Listen, that means it's no, gonna it be gone, bro. It definitely doesn't. White men go bald at twenty-seven. Listen, that shit gonna be gone, bro. We giving too much credit. That hairline <laughs> list should be like, nigga, if you if you did through the fire, nigga, should like, absolutely be thirty and plus for sure. Right? Yeah, like all yeah, a lot of young a lot of young names on this list. Yes, they're gonna I, be I, gone in two years. Trust. That's what I'm saying. They oh, giving nice. like. Like, d- like D. Well, D. Well shouldn't be on there, bro. Like he's Absolutely. bald. Yeah. He's completely. Well, and, uh, he looks like a kneecap right now, bro. Like <laughs> we're not doing that. Like Jalen Rose, healthy line. Yeah. Who else? Um, Paul George. Paul George line is. He twenty nine. He ain't. No, he's, no, no. Well, he's not twenty nine. He he came out when he was uh, twenty in two thousand. He thirty. He now. not thirty, bro. About to be thirty, man. Like he's close enough. That's, that's too soon, about man. To be thirty and thirty. That's too soon to be to be well, screaming he's, genetics. He's the second oldest guy on this list, right? That's why yeah. that list. That's why that list don't matter. It's a cool list. So who's let's talk. List? Let's talk Jamal Crawford. Let's talk. Yes. You know Jamal, what I'm Jamal Crawford has kept his hairline, but also his hairline has already always had that cowlick, so he's disqualified because of that. Jawan's Jawan's oh. pretty strong. Juwan there, Juwan Howard, Juwan yes. Well, yeah, Juwan, Juwan is it's kind of crazy. Juwan's sure. pretty good. Juwan, Rod Strickland, uh, Jada Kiss, sure. Jalen Rose. Nah, nah, nah. Any nigga that's voluntarily bald, my nigga, come on, bro, you're a killer. If you're voluntarily bald and you could just grow one whenever, like Hove, healthy. 
Yeah, niggas. Hope's got to help. Hope got dreads, nigga. He, at fifty, yeah, he, yeah, oh, 50. and he's he started one. growing them. Hey, 50's got a healthy hairline. Yeah, niggas got hairlines, bro. Ghost, James St. Patrick. Yeah, nah, I'm, this I'm shit ain't straight. shadowy. It's starting to move back. I'm cool. Like the actor, the the character. I don't rock with Son, so I'm good on him. That's crazy. You just still can't agree. The professor got a good hairline. Who? The professor the, from N1. I see the picture of him. No, he don't count. He got that's, the same hairline. No. See, that's crazy. You even yeah. brought that man up. <laughs> no, it's a, like, so it, was, it was on them basketball, like one of them streetball accounts oh. that I follow on Instagram. All right. Y- y'all ready yeah. for this? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the first of a series of very special B-O-M-M, Black Opinions Matter musically episodes that's right it's our end of the decade series and what we've done is we created a survey we put the survey out there we ask you guys to vote different categories like best rapper male rapper best female rapper best group best label best r&b best duo best producer best comeback one project wonder best album who's up next most underrated most overrated Best mixtape, best rap DJ, most disappointing. These are the categories we put in our survey. Survey's still live. We're still tweeting it every once in a while, so go out and check it out. But if you haven't checked it out, it's all good because what we're going to be doing through these next couple of episodes, we're going to have a special guest who is an expert from the world of music who's going to sit down and talk us through a couple of the categories that tickled them, shall we say. So on today's episode, we got the usual core Cast of characters, Black Trey, Big Waz, Big Jerv, and obviously Rob Lopez on production. And to kick off our Black Opinions Matter musically for the decade series, you know her, you love her. She is the preeminent music expert that we bring on the show. She makes us smarter every time she's here. It is Naima. What's up, Naima? What's going on? Hi, guys. I'm flattered to be included in this first ever black music, uh, no, black opinions matter musically end of decade series. Yes. That's and, a, and, God. And, 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 you know, I, before we get started, I want to ask you, so Naima, you picked the, the, the categories that you picked were best R&B mm-hmm. and most overrated. Can you tell us before we get into those, the details, or can you tell us why those were the two that you went with? Well, best R&B, because that's my lane, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason, and I think that's, a, and, and Rob suggested we talk about um, up-and-comers or who's next. Oh, yes. That's right. Yeah, but I just had some questions about best oh, best underrated, because there were some people on the list that I just really wasn't sure what Rob was thinking about when he put them on the list. So I just went... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really want to get into a whole discussion about it so much as just question the validity of the yeah. of the choices themselves. Okay, more good. more so than actually make a choice about it. <laughs> well, this 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 survey and this list and this these episodes, if nothing else, they serve as an opportunity for us to roast the hell out of Rob. Even though Rob, <laughs> even though Rob presented this to us like a month ago, and we didn't really have. Much feedback. At least I did not. I'm sorry. That's Rob. so typical. You're like, yeah, this list is fine. Now all of a sudden it's like, yo, what is this? Yeah. List? yeah. No, that's that's exactly <laughs> how you do it. 
since this is episode one of this uh, couple multi-part series, and by the way, everybody, you know, we we asked a, a couple people in our network and our in our universe to vote on this, so they're really excited to come on and talk. And thanks again to Naima for being um, number one here on the first episode. Which one was it though that you were underrated or overrated or both? Underrated. I can explain. Underrated. So underrated. The, so so underrated. my thought process in a question. lot of this. My, let me. I'll explain this first, and this might cover it. My thought process in a lot of this stuff is I'm looking. In a general consensus, right? So when I when I see things and, and I see different artists or whatever, you know, do I think that, for example, Jay Z had a had a, a bad decade? Probably not. But in a general consensus, a lot of people would consider that as being somebody that had a had a down decade in comparison to what he's done before. On the flip side, too, somebody like Chance the Rapper, I enjoy his stuff, but if you think of the culture in general, as as some may say, Chance the Rapper probably isn't the number one rapper for a lot of people, and a lot of people think he is overrated. Um, same thing with underrated. You know, I'm not looking for, I wasn't looking for, you know, the top of the top, per se, as far as like record sales and stuff like that. I was more so looking at who are the people when I'm talking to my homies or when these guys are talking in the group chat or whatever, who are we not really talking about? Right. Um, so that's that was mostly, you know, trying to trying to get some conversation started around a couple of these guys that we might not have even talked about ever on the show or we might have said somebody in passing or it's or it's just somebody like, you know, for example, like uh, um, Anderson Pack, like he's a great talent, but we really never really talk about him. And he's somebody who's actually very talented. Um, so that's my thought process. But I would love a question if it if I didn't cover it. Yo, Rob, Rob's spoken like a lawyer right there, man. <laughs> I got to make sure my P's and Q's are all in line. You got it. So what's up, Naiva? So so let's get into the specifics. Let's start with the most underrated, since that seemed to really put a put a, a bug in you right there. What 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 yeah. caused? What was the what was the, the name that said? It was that consternation. Is the word you, you look? Who, who yes. Who can guess the name on the most underrated list? That made me text Rob and say, "What the fuck is this doing on this?" Childish Gambino. Thank you. Yeah, he's he. Okay, so it's the three. If I can be completely honest, there was like two or three names on there that I was like, eh, and it was Childish, it was Schoolboy Q, and it was Action Bronson. Those are the three I was kind of like. That might no, be and, and, and Naima because she's in the R and B lane, she's watching this stuff very close. This guy has gotten a lot of accolades and adoration and for his music. The For past a few years, whose music career started as a complete joke. joke like yep. he got his name from a Wu Tang name generator, mm-hmm. and then went on two years in a row to be nominated. For the highest Grammy categories, and last year was the first rapper to win Song of the Year and Album of the Year, and won three more Grammys on top of that. No, yeah. Song of the Year and Record of the Year, and won three more Grammys on top of that. And I get it. Rob explained to me that I, not everybody respects the Grammys, and I get it. But still, that man is not underrated. Like he's been dumb, at least for the back half of the decade. He's been dominating certain aspects of music. And honestly, there's some of us who feel like he's overrated. So yes. that was when I was like, I yes. was like, but now even this is this is what's important about what you just made, the important distinction. It's the it's reality. And then you consider the guy's sulky ass disposition in every interview. Nobody respects me. I don't get oh, yeah, the he's credit a misunderstood artist. Yeah, he's just a crybaby. So that's yeah. why that narrative persists. It's because he's a crybaby. 
That's like, bruh, what- your song was the opening credit sequence in the biggest movie of the year last year. What? He's he, no, he's not underrated. There's no, there's no conversation in which he's underrated. If y'all yeah, could we- see my face right now, <laughs> and that and see that is why because I'm a big childish fan. I got all of his. I have stuff from Camp. I have all of his original stuff. Like when he was first mm-hmm. coming out, I'm a big childish fan. But somebody like Amin or even some other people who are just like, listen, he's not all that, man. He's not all that. He makes white yeah, people. Some people actually feel like he's overrated, which I don't think is the same. I don't think that people thinking he's overrated means that he's underrated. I think the question is like. Where does he really belong? I definitely don't think he's underrated, though. He he has all the accolades. And I also had a question. I understand putting Black Thought here because after he did his freestyle, was that earlier this year or was that last year? Time is all like no, it was last, last year. year. Whenever last it was, year. he rapped for I think it was like this straight. time last year. Like, I think yeah, it was like he, December. He rapped for 16 minutes straight without catching a breath. People remember how dope an MC Tyreek really is. Black Thought is here. Yes. Yes, sir. And we're going to, you know what we do in this position. Ciroc Studios, we here. Let's go, Earns. Let's do it. Uh, I'm sorry for your loss. There's somebody dead in the car, and it's probably one of yours. The writing all across the window in the walls. Whether it was true or false, we shouldn't have got involved. Remember, we walked past the teacher, take the chalk and laugh. We wrote punishments. I will not talk in class. Now it's pistols punishing people for talking fast. And all these innocent bystanders is hauling ass. I hate to say I told y'all, but I told y'all things fall apart when the center too weak to hold y'all. I'm just collecting what you owe to my old jaw. You about to get swooped down on and stole on. Fools swear they wise, wise men know they foolish But we was headed for the web even before computers I never thought you'd give me a reason to do this Cain and Abel, Jesus and Judas Caesar and Brutus, I see intruders, avert your eyes I told you keep out of the hood, circumcised How could you sleep? I thought you always was the first to ride Hey yo, you heard the line, everybody plays the fool Well I be that exception to the rule The principal to hand deliver lessons to the school I was making major moves, my dollar deja vu My mission when my ambition was brandishing the tool to be an icon, wearing slippers made of python, getting mine quicker cause I'm slick as a pipeline, transporting the oil, tribulation and toil hit the operation, but I'm back in the soil but I don't know if it's fair to put him, based on where he is career wise in this in this list for this decade, and by the way where he is career wise is playing for Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> right, but but because of that, it's true that people forget that he's actually like an ill-ass MC because people think of The Roots as a fucking TV show band and forget that they're but, world famous Roots crew. But, but don't you like, need to be like, active? Huh? I mean, don't you, isn't there a, 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 a minimum threshold of activity that we need in order for, for you to be on the list? Well, that's my argument. Like, like Black Thought he ain't really like the roots are still putting out new music, but he's not really out here. Like he doesn't really he's do not a working rapper. Like he's not a working rapper. He's not. He's, he's, he did he's, have an album. He's not a super active rapper. With the Philly cape. He did have an album though. Yeah. So one album in a, in a decade, that's enough for you to be on but the no, roots? But the roots have put out a couple. The roots have put out in the last 10 years, three albums this did in the past decade, at least three. Oh, damn. I stand corrected. Yeah. <laughs> 10 years is a long time. That's what I was realizing. Was There's so much shit I forgot about. It's a hard, it's hard. Uh, Waz, uh, or Jerv, do you remember who you vote? Well, I don't know why I'm asking. Jerv, who'd you vote? Jerv, who'd you vote? 
Well, actually, I voted for Black Thought. Yeah. So I, oh think <laughs> I think he's super underrated. Yeah, I think he's arguably the top whatever MCs ever, and no one, when they do their list, ever puts them on any of their lists. Nice. Not, I mean, not now, no one, but a lot of people love Underrated MC, list. period? Maybe that's different. But underrated, if we're talking about this decade wrap-up, I don't think we can put it. No, I, this I, whole I, list is nasty, man. I, I agree with you. He probably shouldn't have <laughs> been on the list, but anytime I see Black Thought, I gotta vote for him because I feel like he doesn't get the respect. Right. But the accolades, the accolades. He gets the respect, but not the accolades. That's fair, that's fair. What's going on, everybody? It's producer Rob here. Just cutting in real quick to tell you all a bit about Audible. It's the time of year when everyone is traveling or running around, getting thoughtful gifts for the people you care about. How about you think about giving yourself the gift of an Audible membership this holiday season? Now is the best time to do it with a special offer of 53% off your first three months. 53%. That's more than half, just in case you didn't know. Uh, Access an unbeatable selection of audiobooks, including bestsellers, motivation, mysteries, thrillers, memoirs, and more. You can also pop in and get something like Raw, My Journey into the Wu-Tang Clan by Lamont U. God Hawkins. Uh, You can also pop in and grab My Voice, the Angie Martinez memoir. Um, How about... The Made in America Jay-Z story by Michael Eric Dyson, uh, following the work in times of Jay-Z, of course, some may consider the best rapper alive. You can choose three titles every month, one audiobook, and two exclusive Audible originals you can't hear anywhere else. You can listen on any device, anytime, anywhere off the Audible app. It's great while commuting, at the gym, or during your holiday travels. With Audible, you also enjoy easy audiobook exchanges and your own audiobook library you keep forever, even if you cancel. Right now, for a limited time, you can get three months of Audible for just $6.95 a month. That's more than half the regular price. Give yourself the gift of listening. For more, go to audible.com slash bomb, B-O-M. That's audible.com slash bomb, B-O-M. That's more than half off the regular price. Choose one audiobook and two Audible originals absolutely free. Visit audible.com slash bomb or text B-O-M to 500-500. That's bomb when you go to audible.com slash bomb or text B-O-M to 500-500. Trey, who was your vote for on this list? I didn't vote for nobody. I'm looking at it, and I'm just I'm looking at it. Just, okay, well, how about this? I'm gonna go to Waz. You you look through this list and and pick one. Right? Don't don't be like uh, be like an NBA player. Just vote. Yeah, yeah. Because be like I Jeff. asked for feedback here, and I didn't get none. So no, that's it. Rob, the choices. Rob, I'm picking, Rob. but I'm going through your list, and I'm just like. I'm, I'm, cause I listen to a lot of music. Like I listen to the shit that Jerv wouldn't even dare press play. I try to put that, people right. on certain artists. Like I listen to everything, and some of these things, like some of these people, don't deserve to be in some of these categories. But I also do know that it's really hard. So I'm gonna give you your nod and credit for even just putting the effort to making this because That's it's really true. difficult. Rob because it's really hard to make it. But this most underrated, nobody deserves to be on this list. Not even mentioned. Wow. Yeah. Uh, not even, not even your boy. No, I thought for sure you Ben Staples. I'm not a Ben Staples fan. I'm, a, I'm a Staples fan. That was my. Opinion. I, I like Staples as a Whoa, his, com- his comedic appearance Anderson, on. Anderson, there's an argument for Anderson to be on here. He's good. He's good, but I don't think he's underrated. He gets I his think, flowers. I think. I don't think people pay attention. I, I Crit think, deserves to be on there, whether you like him or not. Crit deserves. I to be think on I there. voted for Crit. I'm, I think I'm I voted crit. for Crit. 
I'm all the way out on him. I would say Staples exactly for the same reason Trey said. Like, he's like, I like him for being a personality, which I think is what people kind of know him for now and don't think of him as a musician. And I just think he's incredibly talented as a rapper. And if you listen to his work, none of his shit sounds the same. He's always trying different stuff. He's always trying to challenge himself. I think he's a, like, legitimately a dope artist. But, like, the personality, the outlandish outlandish statements on the internet and the interviews has sort of surpassed his art or maybe you know the 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 interviews and shit is part of the art and it's performance art you know what i'm saying like but that's why i would pick staples because i think he's like really really good musician i uh i pick schoolboy q man there's something about schoolboy q he reminds me of like a west coast ferg Mm. Like I can't listen to a song that I didn't like. Every right. song of his I hear, I like, and I'm always thinking to myself, these guys make catchy songs that are club bangers. Why aren't they more popular than they are? And I, I still don't have an answer for it. But well, the thing with Schoolboy is his first album or whatever, the first major album had so many hits on, like legitimate hits. And so the stuff that's come out afterwards hasn't really reached that level of commercial success. So it seems like he's not killing it. But his first joint, he did like he sold like 300,000 copies or something crazy like that his first week. Like he's been really successful. It's just the the following stuff hasn't been as crazy. So it kind of seems like that, you know. So, So the thing is, he's killing he not killing by our standards. And what I mean by our standards is black people. This dude he's has killing by under un, he's killing by unsigned independent standards. There you go. You know what I mean? Like in a, nobody's he's still signed, but then in, in a situation of his scenario is like you go to his shows, he's doing mosh shows, like he's doing festivals, he's like he's picking up the bag, like he's he's happy with quietly just mobbing around and making a song or two um, for these festivals and going about his nature. Like hands on the wheel is always going to be played. You know what I mean? Like those songs are picked up and he's getting his respect. His last album just rolled out. But like, it's kind of hard to say that he's not appreciated. It's just that a lot of black people, you know what I mean? The same thing, like no names argument about doing these shows for white people. And it's like, bruh, they're the people that's kind of fueling your music. You know what I mean? Like we don't buy, we're not buying music. Like with the streaming shit. And a lot of I think with Q, the problem is as much as we talk about how, as much as we talk about this decade having been the decade of the mixtape artist, it still takes a mixtape artist breaking through the radio to get a look. And Q didn't have that many radio looks. Yeah. I mean, the first, like the first joint had, you know, it had collard greens, it had studio, it had these songs that kind of, you know, they did get played on radio, right? Um, Man of the Year. But like these for were, real, for real. They weren't in rotation. No, they weren't like crazy, but it was commercially successful. I don't think he's had songs as big. Like I'm looking on at his Spotify right now, like um, collard greens, 220,000 plays, right? Um, the biggest joint on his last is 65 million. <laughs> 220 yeah, a, million, excuse me. See, I'm the a biggest Q, one on I'm his a last Q one. I'm a fan, bro. Million. So since 2011, bro, like I can go off and just like name maybe 50 songs, but y'all wouldn't know them. Like I know probably robbing you, you know what I'm saying? Just because y'all be like kind of, you know what I mean? You be, I feel like Schoolboy Q is like boss, bro. You know what I'm saying? To that I agree. extent, I agree. And the, and the, and the, but I would even say that Schoolboy Q has 
He's a little bit bigger than Boss because yeah, he's no, he, he's he's not just a little. I mean, he's got songs that legitimately like if I there's Schoolboy Q songs. Maybe I, maybe I'm I'm living in a bubble, but I feel like if you played Man of the Year, I don't so think look, it's hard to find someone who say I've never heard that song. Before. You go to a Q show, it's gonna play. I bet I got some weed. Uh, to the beat, he gonna play. Um, fucking uh, from Blank Face. He gonna do that part. He gonna do um, the song with. I would fucking, imagine that studio. Yes, yeah, studio. Um, habits and uh, contradictions. He gonna do. Uh, there he go. He gonna do hands on the wheel. He gonna do my hating joint. He gonna do druggies with hoes. Uh, he gonna do from Crash Talk. He gonna do chopsticks. Num num juice, lies, floating. You know what I'm saying? Water. He got tr- like. I mean, he's got a catalog, he can, man. He can that's do. He can do like a point. twelve. He can do a twelve to fourteen song set and be out and get the bag. You know what I'm saying? There's not too many artists on this list that I'm taking. Just be like, all right, come so, on. So, so let me let me so let me ask this. So since everyone kind of like was wishy washy on the list, is there any name that wasn't listed? That you feel like, ooh, we we Rob really fucked up and didn't have this guy's name on the most underrated list. <sighs> and this question's open to anybody. Question, everybody, man. everybody got problems with, with Rob. See, Rob, I'm sick up for you now. Everyone got problems like with Rob. No, it's not, it's, not, I feel like we're not thinking about who should be on it because they're underrated. They slip our mind. Oh, like, wow. yeah, but ooh, think about it after. Ah. Yeah, I know point. y'all like that, right? That was smooth. I would say, <laughs> I would say, I would say Fonte from Little Brother. Fonte, Fonte, I I can agree with Fonte, but but Fonte is another one where it's like, I mean, yeah, Big Brother just reunited and Fonte is done. Yeah, you know, because Fonte's done solo joints and he's done foreign exchange joints, and yeah, I can agree with Fonte going on here 100. percent Yeah, but I think Fonte's finally having a moment where people are really but then it's, it's another artist that's up there with him but I'm gonna say Fonte and then I'm gonna also say um that has that similar kind of like yo that nigga's nice but like obviously ain't nobody listening to that shit cause that's kind of like Fonte and Rhapsody or like <laughs> kind of like no, nah, cause real like I, you know my model Amin knows don't know the hoes don't wanna hear that excuse my language yeah. but yeah. I be like look turn it off that is his motto <laughs> that is his motto that's my motto, bro. I can't play that. Like, 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 Jerv like, Jer, Jer won't, Jerv want to play that hippity hoppity shit. Listen, the ladies ain't taking their back to that, bro. We're not putting on no black though. I'm not listening to no, um, Rest in Peace Gangstar album in 2019. <laughs> nobody, nobody shaking their back to that right now. I need, I need the future. I need, you know what I'm saying? Rest in peace, my young boy, Juice World. I need that. I need some of that 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 uh that druggy rap right now. That's what's cracking. But again, I'm gonna say Fonte. And should I even think? I mean, obviously this sounds crazy. And I say it. I tell Mean all the time. I still think Cole is still underrated, bro. I, I absolutely. <laughs> hey. Cole did that to himself. I'm but I'm saying, but I'm saying of the decade. I love Jermaine, I know Jermaine. He did that to himself. Whoa! Because define that. Define define did that to himself. People, Cole has been doing this kind of like, I'm the underdog. I'm going to do things my own way for so long that now, like, 
nobody really wants to get behind them because like, all right, nigga, we get it. You can produce. You don't need no features. You can do it all by yourself. And and even though I think Cole is brilliant and he and he does stretch himself each album, I think he could stretch himself further if he would let somebody else produce him. But he kind of did that with Reg of the Dreamers, right? Ish. I just think he could do Ish. it with his own album. All right. Okay, that's fair. I guess. I guess you know, it's. I, I think that. I think that people just don't want to. I don't know. It's weird. It's like think, it drops and it, it does make a ripple and it does make an impact and people have a conversation about it. But I think people like don't want to listen to Cole because they just assume his music is going to be a certain way. I well, think I, I think that Cole had stronger. I think that Cole showed a stronger stuff like in the early years, like in the Friday Night Lights era. And now maybe it's smarter, but it just doesn't feel as urgent to me. I, I, I would say that they They've proven to have a very successful business model without kowtowing to what the industry demands or wants or whatever. And when you do that, sometimes you you become the champion of that. And to divert right. from that makes it it's hard, right? Because then they're like, oh man, yeah. I guess it wasn't working for you after all. That whole doing your own thing thing, right? And yeah. so their their thing has always been kind of like we're going to continue to be doing it the way we want to do it and very in-house and very uh again like this is the we think about revenge of the dreamers three like it's one thing for cole to get a grammy nomination that's cool that's fine but for all those other artists you know whether it's earth gang whether it's boss whether it's Cause all these guys and producers elite and all, all these guys now have a grammy nomination uh, and I'm super proud of that. I'm super proud right. of everything that that Cole and Eve and the crew have done with Dreamville. I'm super proud because I was there in the beginning. And I watched it, but I still think that as great as he is and as great as the music he he has put out has been, I feel like some of the fire is missing or feels like it's missing from his music now. And I think that's why he's not necessarily underrated. I think he has much more in his tank that he could give yeah. that he hasn't given yet. Uh, Jerv, I'm going to assume you either have Petey Crack or Beanie Siegel. Um, <laughs> under, or, nah, but you can you can definitely assume that I don't listen to enough music like Trey for me to have some underrated. I thought the list Neef, was actually pretty. I thought the, Nick, the list was okay. <laughs> Neef, o- nah, Osino, hey, no. Osino Sparks? And that's not, even a, that's not even nah. a diss, Major Jerv. figures? <laughs> Jerv, that's nah, not even nah. a diss, but I think that you got like a, 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 like a, a hard year as far as where you stop. Where your tolerance is for like nah, shit where you, know, you- I, I listen to, I listen to some of the newer stuff that's out. I just don't listen to all the pop pills. I like I can't. I'm just I'm cool on that shit. I mean that's the era we. I mean that's nah. that's that's if you just open up the door and you got to slightly close the door where you just call niggas just sit there just <laughs> doing some <laughs> wild shit. This is where yeah. we at right now. If you if you off the porch, it's what you hear. I was going to say the, the most drug talk I could listen to was Future. That's it. Like, I can't really go too, too deeper than what, what Future's bringing to the table. I can't do all the mother, you know, whomever. I don't even, I, like, I, I can't even, I don't even know half these kids, to be honest with you. I mean, I know them. When you play their song on the radio, I listen to it, but I can't. I'm not going to, like, download it. I'm not going to get any spins on my Spotify. What were you saying, Naima? I saw something about Currency doing an interview saying that he was retiring for rap. Was he overlooked? I don't know about underrated, but was he overlooked? I think it was more so uh, quantity over quality in his career. 
I'm a I'm a uh, currency like stand. I'm going to see him Friday, actually. Um, after that, after so whatever he just tried to sell just now, I'm believing that that's his last thing because right. he is um he is like he's put out so much music and his idea wasn't like okay let me put out music just to put it out. It was like so I can continue to tour and make the money I'm trying to make. His his habit his you know what I mean to support his habit. His habit is smoking weed and buying uh and building up old schools. He likes to build cars. So his thing was like I give y'all his his model was I give y'all the music for free and then I can tour off of my mixtapes, which is brilliant. You yeah, because that's so, where the money do you, is. Anyway. Do you think Spit is underrated? I think so. Think he's underrated. I think so, but it, I think but I think it's a I think he has a coat, and it'll never get to that point where if I tried to listen to it with a mean or I tried to listen to it with certain people, it's not going to really hit I there. Tried. I tried. I don't smoke enough weed. And and that's the thing, I you know what I mean. I don't, so, I don't smoke enough weed sometimes. I I quit that. I don't even smoke at all anymore. But my whole thing is, before I even got into weed, I still was listening to currency. It's just the certain things that was relatable, like him going, saying him eating flaming hot Cheetos while wearing the Jordan Levens. It's just kind of like relatable content to me. You know what I mean? On a, it was kind of backpacker, not backpacker, but sneakerhead type stuff. Him and Wale early on in '09, and I just stuck around. But the weed stuff, he's not really. Forcing it like Wiz Khalifa or another guy, like, oh, I smoke pounds or it. Nah, it's just because he's not even a weed rapper. That's another thing. Because he's talking about. Nah, he's not even, it's shit. motivational rap. It's all motivational rap. He's talking about, hey, it's man. Definitely motivational man. rap. But, you know what I mean? But now we've transitioned to Larry June. We got other artists that are kind of getting into that lane of just talking about credit score and going to get their teeth clean. Like, they just talking about random shit over beats. And people think that shit cool. All right, let's transition now to the category that Naima claims is her strongest, R&B. So right. to, uh, to just give the people a taste of who are the names we're talking about here on Best R&B, we have Drake, Miguel, Frank Ocean, The Weeknd, Solange, Beyonce, Chris Brown, Trey Song, SZA, Rihanna, Janelle Monet, or... The always tantalizing other, which I thought was kind of funny that there were some categories that had another and some categories <laughs> didn't, get, didn't get the other. What was the first of all, Rob? Why, why do some get others and others don't? Um, it was my first time using Google survey, so I forgot to take other out for some of them. So <laughs> that's really it. I like other, like sometimes like you need a other. There were some, like I, I did I, originally, I think I put other and most underrated and overrated. Cause that a lot of it is like really, really up to interpretation for those. Um, but like yeah, something like best you, R&B. You took it out rap. though. Well, yeah. You, I, you I, took, I took it out for some of them. Over. Yeah. I took it out for some you of them. You took it out for underrated and overrated. The two that needed, <laughs> needed the most. I know. I played myself. You, first time for everything. But you let, you left it in an R&B. Okay, so Na- yourself, Rob. Naima, what, all right, yes. well, first of all, are well, you okay all, with this list of candidates? I'm not. I have okay. um I have philosophical issues with Drake shouldn't be on there. And Rihanna being on the list. Mm. And um, that's fair. Pop. That's yeah, I was thinking that's more pop poppy yeah, pop. Yeah, Rihanna pop. has <laughs> never been an R&B artist ever. Um, yeah, and, and, the, and, and I'm, and I'm on the fence about the weekend because he's pop too, but I can kind of let that R&B in there though. It's, that's what I'm saying. I can kind of let it ride. That's what I'm saying. I'm on the fence. So Naomi, he's, he's on his own genre at this point. I think it's called, yes. 
Um, like emo. Yeah, it's EDM B. They call it like dark. Okay. Yeah, it's like a dark because they now they're making up genres. Like I looked at some. Yes, like I have. I looked at my Spotify. <laughs> she like, said yes, clearly. <laughs> it was like yo, you listen to folk tale something, and I was like, <laughs> what is this shit? But I guess I do listen to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I couldn't then, even get hot at it, but which I understand because rock, pop, soul. Are, are aren't rap aren't easy boxes to put everybody into anymore. So I get it, but it's like we still gotta have some kind of formulation, whatever. So okay, but that said, the thing about R and B this decade that is tricky is that this is probably this was probably the worst decade for R and B music in the history of recorded music, um, because R and B wasn't really getting a lot of love or respect, as shown by the fact that half this list are people that really don't even define themselves as R&B artists. Um, and, you know, it was like a hip-hoppy R&B, like a Drake, or a poppy, EDM-y R&B, like The Weeknd, or whatever the fuck Frank does, or Beyonce, who did one R&B album out of all of this. Everything else was pop, or I guess... Hey, I like, love that shade, by the way. Sorry to cut in. Uh, <laughs> Frank, Wait, what was the, the R&B album? Was it Lemonade? It was four. Oh, four. Okay. Yeah. I don't um, Beyonce's. Chris and Trey have both started sounding more like rappers. Yeah. And Janelle does like a funk R&B something, you know? So it just... Now, if we were talking about like the past three years, this would be an entirely different list because yeah. now we finally see it. So I actually wrote, even though she's relatively new, I wrote in her for best R&B because I think she's the signal of the change back to traditional R&B. And I think that her her mixtape was one of the most impactful um, really even though it came at the end of the decade of the decade in terms of saying R&B's back and it's and it's fine for us to have and I think I'd also come at this from a label perspective where label executives don't think R&B will sell so they don't want to they don't want to cultivate R&B artists unless they're going to cross over out the gate and I think that her actually signaled that like nah we, we can do this it's cool um, so that's but but I again I think this list is just an example of like what a weird R and B decade it was like Solange's arm like Solange maybe out of this list I would say is best just because you know seat at the table Raphael Sadiq produced mm. solid Sonics through and through great groove staying power that was a great R and B album Chris and Trey are pretty traditional R and B dudes I know people will want to say SZA but I can never understand what that girl is saying. <laughs> and Miguel is a great artist. I just don't think he's given us his best yet. Miguel might be underrated, actually, because he I, gets love, but he's way more talented than I think. Naima, he's but the thing is about Miguel, he doesn't want to be an R and B artist. He right, wants to be everything he, else. That's the problem. All of these R and B artists wanted to be, except for maybe Solange, wanted to be something other than. He want to be everything else. When he does his R and B stuff, it goes. It's fire. All of the yeah, stuff that he does like with Solange. Dorm? We're going to be playing Adorn 20 years from now. Oh, 100%. That's going to be played at my wedding whenever Naima, that eventually I happens. Had, I had BJ as a Chicago kid. Wow. I like BJ, but I don't know if he goes in the best of the decade. No. Nah. It's like it's kind of yeah. like, it's so hard like because that's, I thought that was one of those genres that disappeared. Right. Yeah, I was going to ask that. It so, was. It's, like, it's like the centers of NBA. Like, it's a positionalist yeah, right. kind of is it, is it, is it, is it R&B dead? 
It's not. It was almost, but that's my point. Most for most of the decade, R and B was almost out of here. But now, in the past two years, like it's made a fierce comeback. Like we back. But for most of the decade, that's why this list is so kind of awkward because for most of the decade, R and B was for all intents and purposes dead. Traditional so, R and B, anyway. So, so, because so, think about it, we still have Fantasia albums. We still have mm. Jasmine Sullivan albums. We still, yeah. you know, what I mean, there are other artists. Ari, who Ari Lennox. And it didn't even occur to Rob to put them on this list because they live on adult contemporary radio where, where you know, only like me and my fellow Gen Xers go to listen to music. So as and and boomers. So it's so they so they didn't not exist. They just weren't on, you know, um, urban contemporary radio. They just weren't getting the same looks as these guys were. Yeah, and like you said, I think the last the last half of the decade, you see with the emergence, like even like a Daniel yeah. Caesar, Daniel obviously. Caesar, Samfa, Khaled, Har, yeah. Ari uh, Lennox, Ari. You know. Yeah, like now it's it's coming back. There's and there's room, and they've proven that. Like and R and B is young again. That's the other thing. Like people didn't want to be aged as R and B artists and doing you know ballads instead of mint tempos, or if you were gonna do. A ballad, it had to be some more emo incense, um, you know, voice distortion, dark ass, whatever, like kind of like the stuff The weekend does. Right. Mm. And now, I, but like I said, I think Solange is the one outlier in there who was just really doing like great R&B, even though it was still a little vibey. But A Seat at the Table to me is just like a really great, solid R&B album. I wasn't rocking with um, the, the latest one. <laughs> I, I didn't love this one either. Listen. It felt like skipping um, stations on the radio. It yeah. wasn't a piece of listen, but I think All she the, meant for it to be that. She was trying to make it sound like one song, and she just, you know, you know what happened. You know what happened. She she had a lot of success with Seat at the Table. Like everybody gave it up to her critically. It was commercially successful. All right. of that, and then you know you start smelling yourself. You're like, oh, let me get even crazier. Let me. She wasn't chasing nothing for seat at the table. She just made something, and then for this one, she was like, "No, I'm gonna make a statement." And yeah, wasn't a statement. In fact, I would argue that a lot of Ari's success is is built around the fact that Solange just dropped the dud, and Ari just went right into that lane, and people loved it. I mean, Ari gave us like Ari reminds me of early Erica a lot. Um, I was walking through the Roots picnic and she was on stage and I wasn't paying attention to who was on stage, but I heard the voice and I was like, who is that? And I was like, oh, that's Ari. Like she, she reminds me of young Erica. Um, but I, but, and I, and I think that Ari is just herself, which I also love. She seems very accessible. It seems like if you met Ari on the street, you could just like kick it and it'd be whatever. But yeah, I think what, I think what Solange's latest album, it was too much. Like she had Tyler producing and it was like jazz fusion and Houston and chopped and screwed and, skits and interludes and you know she just she, it was too many things and i don't think it was as accessible like i saw people the night and it was only like 33 minutes long or 36 minutes long or something like that and i saw people the night it dropped being like this is amazing and i was like are you sure you don't really mm-hmm. think that. no just, it wasn't amazing you're just saying that it's bullshit i like alameda though all their songs are like two minutes and 34 seconds long all so, right uh Al- alameda is gospel that shit is gospel. Who's gospel? No, it's a, it's just a dope record. I, the the I track, mean, man. I'm a, see, I'm a see, I'm a I'm a Playboy Cardi fan, man. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Playboy Cardi, Drew. come on, bro. Come down, Drew. 
Calm um, down. Naima, I want to know what you think about uh, the Snow Allegra lady. I like Snow. Um, I was working at Epic when Snow was first getting started, so I'm happy to see her finally get a little traction. Mm. Um, but she's like her fans really fuck with her though. Like they really like her. I think we'll see more from her. Like I think Shit, she's it's $125 to see her. She getting it all. Yeah. I mean, I think I think that um we'll see more from her. You know, she's got a look and she's got a voice. Those two things going together always help. has a look. Uh, yeah, I think the look is a large hard. part of it. Um I'm not saying she's not talented. I think she's talented, but she's also been out here for a minute. Like she's been has trying she? to pop for like four years, five, like how long years? has she been with um with Dion? Um, yeah, like four years. Oh wow, okay. I'm like that. Yeah, yeah it's I been, feel like his acts too. always managed to to break through somehow. Whether they mess it up like August Alcina or other right. people, I feel like anytime. Wow, I forgot his, all about August Alcina. Of course, of course. Anytime. Wow. Um, no ID gets like yo. I want to push this person. They managed to break through. Yeah. Um, well, she's she's Dion's wife's. Sister. Oh, family business. Wow, <laughs> I did not know that. Okay, it's all it's all making sense now. Right, it's all making sense. So, like, people, anybody who's listening to the show and you've ever spammed somebody's email, this is why it doesn't work. Because <laughs> they're putting their white sister on, fam. They're not putting you on, fam. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love A and R Waz. A and R Waz is like just the ruthless nigga, bro. Well, hey, when, when are we getting gnawed on the on the pod? By the way, he well, or his whole thing not, is a- his whole thing is you know Universal makes you sign a blood contract, and he's like, if I can't speak uh, candidly, uh, and if and every artist is freaking signing Universal, right, so he's right, like, if right. I can't speak candidly about the shit that I'm talking about, I don't want to speak at all. So that's his whole yeah. shit. That makes sense. Okay. That makes sense. All right. Support for Black Opinions Matter comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Rob, you won't believe this, man, but, like, back when I was first, you know, this is first going through puberty, first starting to grow things in that region, um, believe it or not, I used to use actual scissors, Scissors, like the sharp kind that seamstresses use, because my mom had a like a crazy sewing skit. So I used to use those really sharp scissors. Um, and even though I was being very careful, I came, man, closer than you would even think to catastrophic results, Rob. And so that's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts, bruh. Which is huge, because who wants bloody balls? Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you do your balls. That's just disgusting. Manscaped is also the crop preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant that I happen to use today, and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why not put deodorants on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code BOM at manscaped.com at checkout. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping when you use the code BOMBOMB at manscaped.com at checkout. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code BOMBOMB at checkout. 
So moving on to our the third category that we're going to talk about today, which is who's next or next up. This is a a, a pretty interesting category. The, the options available, and there was no other option because these are the only ones, according to Rob, for some reason. Uh, the Baby, Little Baby, Megan the Stallion, Gunna, Little Nas X, Lizzo, YBN Corday. So uh, Roddy Rich. Yeah. My first question is, if Lizzo's like, okay, Rob, after the year that Lizzo has, <laughs> how is she on an up next list? Yeah, she's out of here. She's she's here. It's here. Well, she's here to is she here to stay? Is she here to stay? Oh or yeah, no, she's she out here, here showing her I'm, ass, man. Literally, is she, is she, we're out, talking, is she out here on another with, level, or is she out of here in the culture? I'm, I'm, you know. I'm, I'm dubious. No, me the out of the stratosphere. Like she's like she's not going nowhere. She's Let me tell you why I'm I guess, dubious. I know the white people love her, but yeah. the, like the, the the hijinks is showing me something. Like the fact that you got to do a lot of these hijinks, and let's not get it twisted. The Laker game was a publicity stunt. It was straight up to get people to talk. Nothing else. That's not her being her. Not to right, say that but why? Would... Here's the thing: the music is so good, the talent mm-hmm. is so good. She would have to do some like she would have to do more than just some annoying shit she would have to do some offensive shit and mm-hmm. even then her base started with the get with white gays they don't they don't up the abandon ship easily but also like her all her public whatever persona stuff aside the music is just good it's catchy sonically is great her live performances are great she's something different you know what i mean it would take and i think she's got more in the I think she's got more there. Like none of none of the music side of things was gimmicky. Even if what she's doing when she's out in public is gimmicky, nothing in the music is gimmicky. The greatest tweet of 2019 I saw was someone said that something along the lines of Lizzo makes music that <laughs> make middle-aged white women feel cool. <laughs> and that, that, that's no lie, like, bro. Because no lie. I was on all, a field trip and the seen number, it. The number of commercials that use her music, like within the span yep. of a year, is staggering. It's staggering. And she writes yeah. everything. She's uh, making a lot of money. Yeah. So okay. So hey, how did she get on again? She was the flute girl, right? Yeah. Well, no, she got on um, off of I think a couple of like really well placed sinks that caught on for people. Mm, okay. You know, because she, is she yeah, because all the music that we're hearing now of hers is not from her current album; it's from her last album. So it was late. It was a late. So movie. I've I've never even clicked on anything. I, she I gotta wrong. check her. I gotta check her SoundCloud page. I got. I, I can't even front, man. Like I, I mean, not SoundCloud. Um, Spotify. Spotify? I can't for because even the record, like I get why people think it's good. Like I get it, but. That's just not like where am I gonna supposed to bump that? Like no, I understand it's not. You know it's what not I mean? For like, you. And that's okay. It might not be for you, and that's okay. You know, so I never really. I was like, I was never like, oh, let me check this out. Damn, her, she got she got some joints on here, bro. Everything ain't for all of us. Um, so my t- my yeah. choice my choice for who's next? I have two. Well, no, I, I my choice was Megan because I think even though everybody was going around talking about Hot Girl Summer, I think as an artist. We haven't we haven't seen like what she can yep. really do yet. Yep. I think next year is her year. But I also am gonna say YBM Corday because he's one of the only little alphabet rappers <laughs> from this year that I actually <laughs> like pay attention to and fuck with. I think I think he's got something different. 
he cut through some noise for me. Like I remember, well, I think I can't remember what I saw him on, but I remember that I looked up and stopped what I was doing. And I was like, who is this kid? So I like, he caught my attention. I think his album was good. So I think, I think he's a, he's a up and coming talent for sure. He might not be right next. Like he might not be next, next, but I think next year we're going to see more from him. And I like YBN because he knows how to pander. He he knew to pander to the old fogies when he was spitting Nas and Jay Z bars in interviews. I was like, oh okay, I see, I see what you're doing, young boy. I see it. I, I like that. Let me, hey, Amina Was. Yeah. Fun fact: Lizzo get does 25 million monthly listens on Spotify. I mean, that's amazing. <laughs> just <laughs> hey, just putting it out there. 25 uh, look, million. Hey, man. Hey, man, like like you said earlier, I can't remember what artist you were talking about, but yeah, man, like white people make the world go around when it comes yeah. to music. I, like, I, I'll be honest with you. Like, I discovered Lizzo from white people. I, like, I never heard anybody black be like, yo, this is... this is." My girl was really into this song. My girl's not. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, like, What'd you say, Wally? I'm just insane. under his breath. What'd you say? My significant other was who introduced me to that song. She's um she's not of West African descent. <laughs> or, or East African. <laughs> or, or East African. African. Or, or, or any African. Or any African. African. Yeah. <laughs> Question. She's not even the white part of Africa. She's not even Moroccan. (laughs) She's not even French Montana. She's not even French Montana. Um, Let me chill, man. She she listens too, right? That's the problem. She listens to the VOD. So let's yo, so let me let me ask this question. And 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 I want to be I want to be fair, but also I'm very skeptical. Mm. Does little Nas X is he is he running on the last few fumes? Because no, I, I to this, because uh, he, because he, he, he good for, he good for yeah, like. He's already on to the next joint. Like he good yeah, for, he's he's the, his other single he, went gold. It's just Panini's already going on. Oh. They got joints in the pipeline. Like it, it, it's a wrap. He's he's locked he's in. Got another single. He's out of here. Yeah. yeah. He his heard, by the way, Jerb, I promise you, you heard Panini. Yeah. I promise you, you've heard that Panini, song. A bunch Panini of went gold or more than gold or something. We just don't. Mm-hmm. This Old Town Road was dominating so Where's much. Where's the baby at with this though? I think his star is going to continue. Oh, the baby is definitely. Wait, the baby is the one who's going to stand out. I'm a fan. Yes, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. He's a superstar. I look at the baby and I'm like, this dude is not just. I'm a fan. He's going to be a superstar because he's got all the elements that you want out of a rapper, right? Real ass life. Like, like, hold on, here we go. Real ass life can actually rap like like i told was i was staggered when i heard him I was like that's something real ass life that goes into real ass life can actually rap and then the most important part is he's got a great personality where he's not afraid to have fun and i think that's the stuff that pushes you to stardom it because is, and it's, stuff, and it's you, something that we don't see enough of. Like he really looks like he's enjoying this. He looks like he's not taking himself yeah, seriously. Yeah. Like even his bodyguard. Have you guys? His bodyguard has a, a Instagram account where like the baby will be on his neck going through crowds like wilding out, and his bodyguard will be tweeting like I hate this nigga. Like he even the bodyguard <laughs> like it's so funny. Like the bodyguard yeah. tweets shit about. I mean, post shit about him all day, but you could tell it's like a joke. I'm just like everybody around him just seems to be enjoying themselves, and they get it. And the fact that he understands the concept of performance, yep. like of an 
actual port. Now I'm gonna stand up here and have some bitches up here dancing in a car and some smoke and some bombs and some fire. You know what I mean? But like, I'm actually going to come up with a concept. Yep. It's, if if TR people have said this already, but if TRL was still around, he would be. Do- I mean, not TRL, but I'm on six and part. Oh, he would be dominating. Oh yeah. yeah. Dominating. yeah. And and you know what's so I, funny? The man, he might. Go ahead, me. I was gonna just. I was gonna say he might. He might have dominated TRL. He's yeah. got that kind of charisma. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know it's like it's Redman, it's ludicrous, it's updated, it's like you know having fun. And yeah, I mean, yeah. like the first time I think it was, I don't think it was this year. I think it was last year was the first time I went to his show. Um, I, I think he was at the Roxy. Yeah, he was at the Roxy, um, which is like you know a couple hundred something people in the crowd, right? But like everybody knew the words in the song, and I was like, wow, like I had never heard nothing, didn't know what he looked like, none of that. I just went to the show because I was invited, and then. Um, I'm watching his stage show and I'm like, yo, this guy, like, like he's like Naima said, he's performing. And then when I really knew, when I really knew this guy was smart, he fake pulled a girl out the crowd and she got up there and started twerking and he's throwing money. And I'm like, first of all, that girl's definitely on the tour, but it's like showmanship. Like he's like, yo, my shows right. are so crazy. I'm pulling women up, random women out the crowd and they twerking like strippers. I'm like, yo, this dude got it. And when you actually you know, talk to anybody who's been around him. They tell you, like, it's a well-oiled machine. Like, he understands exactly what it is he needs to be doing and why he needs to be doing it. It's not like, you know, unfortunately, some of the other rappers, man, where it's just, like, dudes that aren't focused. They got people around them that are kind of taking advantage. Like, this dude is, he's on it. Naima, I, I told this story before. Like, I had heard of him. I'd heard the name, the baby, mm-hmm. and I just thought, dude's from the South, his name, the baby, he's going to be terrible. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just, yeah. I was like, oh, New York the same opinion. Like, I just don't want to, I, I don't want to even hear it. The drawl is going to be super thick. He's probably got, like, slurring in it. Like, I'm like, I don't even want to hear it. And then he showed up to the Dreamville brunch at All-Star Weekend with, like, a massive security detail. I'm like, who's this? And they're like, yo, that's the baby. I'm like, and then someone explained like the whole, yeah, he shot a dude and, and got, it got off. Cause it was self defense. And I was like, yeah. in Walmart. And I was like, yeah, that's a crazy story. But I still was like, all right. So like, he's going to be one of them, like, you know, at the high end, like a Jeezy or something like that, as far as rapping ability. And then I heard under the sun. And when I heard it, First, the first thing is just uh, like the flow. You're like, oh my god, like this, this is he good? But then when I started listening to the lyrics and realized that he's talking about all that stuff, I'm like, oh, he's, he's talking just, about you. I mean, yes, he's <laughs> exactly, exactly. About you. exactly. You think because exactly. I have gold teeth that I'm unintelligent? He's talking yeah. about you. Too many ops here. Tell me who you with. I just put diamonds on all of my teeth, now they probably think I ain't intelligent In the homicide unit interrogation, asking questions, you know I ain't tell them shit Bitches call me a jock all-American, I'm at the top of my class with my letterman I remember back in college, bitches knocking on my dorm door, I ain't never let them in Now you know that that's cap, no, I hit a few, ain't no job, I'm selling gas like I'm Jiffy Lou. I had a free, used to fuck while a boyfriend in class, I hear her from the back from like 10 to 2 No back and forth with these rappers, they mention me dissing me, no talking back, I won't mention you Watch when I come put that on on your ass and I did, they gon' want me to snitch in my interview I'm on five bitch, I'm lit, but I'm really cool, don't acknowledge the when they ridicule They don't come out at the dark Bitch, I swim with the sharks You ain't got enough heart Get a bigger pool Wanna fight, but he bigger I ain't really tripping Reach under my shirt Grab a bigger tool I got a Glock with a dick Let's get physical They gon' be hollering, not ripping They missing you They got me started I might as well finish it I'm from Charlotte You know how these niggas do
babe. Yes, yes. I, it's, I was so staggered by it. Like, I wasn't ready. I, I legit wasn't ready for that experience to come. I so, so I listen to admit that. I mean, no, but it's, but like, to me, like, this is, this is one of those things where, like, Someone said, oh, Donald Glover raps? Like, really? And then I listen to it. Yeah, it sounds like Donald Glover whack-ass rapping, right? And then it's like, oh, this dude named the baby from the South raps, really? And you look like, oh, my God. Like, wow. <laughs> like, it was, it was like that. I was like, oh, I had no idea. Like, if he was, if he was in front of me, I would have shook his hand and apologized. Like, I'm sorry. I had right. no idea. I had no idea. And so when you start to see the pieces come together— whether it's like the the again the 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 lyrical ability, the ability to have fun about yourself, the background that is a very serious, very a very great story. Like in in the same way that Fifty had a great story and Fifty had charisma and Fifty was funny and like it's the same. He's like Fifty in that in many of those yeah. ways. And it reminds you. It actually remind it. It makes you realize how little we're used to getting this complete package. In a new rapper now, because um, I was like, oh, because I had just accepted I was starting to get older, and that's why I wasn't fucking with some of these kids. But he made me realize, like, oh no, it's actually just something that's missing is the reason why I'm not rocking with these kids. Um, and and again, it's just it's a stark contrast to a lot of new artists. Like, yeah, you see some artists about like Future eventually got much better at his stage shows. Um, Drake, I think that's one thing he's had an edge on above every above a lot of other people for a long time is that he understands the importance because he's an actor first. But it's like, but this, but the baby, he hasn't even been around that long, and it's like, right. no, you got you got, starts adding production value to it. Exactly, oh that's right. We'll give him like, three years. What's he gonna look like? When when the BT Awards came on and I saw what looked like a Buster set. And I was like, and I'm so used to like for the past three years, any rapper on the BET Awards rapping over his track, oh, barely. Gosh. Not even making an attempt to. And I was like, who is this? He's got a costume. There's a concept. There's things happening. Like it's set design. Like what is that? Yeah, I was quick, so quick aside about that, Naima. I went to a Playboy Cardi show at USC, maybe like a year and a half ago in Forget about rapping over the track. He's not even doing that. He's dancing and not even speaking into the mic. And not even like he's just up on stage he's up, dancing. He's not even and being his, his own hype man. He's Cardi the goat. No, Cardi the goat. Let me. But Cardi did. Cardi. I mean, um, he Playboy Cardi did that on, like the BT Hip Hop Awards. Legit. Like, I'm like you're on TV, dog. What? <laughs> what the goat, Naima. The goat. So let me let me let me ask this question. Um, I don't because I don't know the answer to this. Is this is all his creative vision or how? how who's the either. team that's around him? How big is that team? That was you know Trey. I mean, as far as as far as you get to, like he has his he has a he definitely has a team, right? Um, right. He has people around, but he's like straight up. He he plans his whole stuff out. Like he's strategizing his whole. I don't know what role each person on his team plays, but he has a team. Everybody plays a role, um, and they move like that, like militantly. Like they're on time for everything. Like they do the interview. They like they're really pro- yo the joint where his dad broke down and he did a whole show over Facetime. You know how many artists, how many established artists wouldn't do that shit? Like yeah, he killer for that. Hey, you gotta get, you gotta collect all the bags, and that just created more opportunities for him. 
He's so likable and easy to sell. Oh my God. He killing. And then it went viral. All right. So uh, while we're on the topic of uh, up next, I guess this is a great transition time to talk about the passing of Juice World. Um, passed away a few days ago as of the recording of this podcast from what appears to be a complication arising from consuming a lot of drugs. Uh, the story I heard uh, and this is obviously I'm not the news. I'm just saying this is what I heard it is that the when they boarded the plane, the security guys or his, his entourage had some weapons with them. The pilot, not realizing who the passengers were, got scared, radioed ahead. So the FBI was going to be waiting. The guys find out that the feds are going to come search the plane because there are weapons on board. And allegedly, in order to hide the quote-unquote evidence, he consumed a whole bunch of stuff that he probably should not have done. Except uh, there was still like how many pounds of weed on the jet? Yeah, 70. I don't know. So I'm like, why didn't you yeah. just take the whole charge? I don't know. That's confusing me. Yeah, it is confusing or why he would be the the one that like if if that's going to happen, that was my thing. Like, if that's going to happen. Someone needs to eat all these pills. Nigga, why would it going. be the artist? Who's, yeah, like that's what like, you're, you're going to jail, bro. I'll get you out in 10. Yeah, you come <laughs> home. I got you, my nigga. I'm making a bread. Come on, bro. Sit down for this 10. You come home. I give your family a meal and a crib. Come Look, on. I'm not I, doing this. I, I, and and the pro, you know, the problem is, man, and I was talking to somebody who works over there in the scope we signed to is like, well, there's no real infrastructure to, to manage something like this, right? Like this kid goes from literally in his basement in the suburbs to six months later, he's everywhere on everything. Right. Everybody knows who he is. He's making all kinds of money. And it's like, the people who are managing him, who are there, the, that's the meal ticket. They gonna tell him to put the drugs down while it registers is still ringing. Like Interscope's not doing it. You know what I mean? Right. Like the, the people over there are not gonna step in and be like, "Hey, uh, Juice World, you know you should really oh. be taking." It. And even well, if they do, he's gonna be like, "Go oh, fuck yourself." But wait, watch. Sometimes the label will. It depends on the artist's relationship with the label. Like I'll, I'll tell you guys. I don't feel like this is an inappropriate story to tell publicly, mm-hmm. but like I was um Roddy Rebel's product manager at Epic. Like the day before they got popped, I think I was having a whole conversation with Rowdy, like, yo, stop wilding on your Instagram. Cause he like nope, like he was trying to get a house. Nobody wanted to sell to him because they would see his Instagram and he was wilding out. I was like, you gotta chill. Like, clean up your Instagram, get a for real business manager, drink some fucking water, stop taking so like I'm saying that depending on the relationship you have with the artist, people are having those conversations, but as was the case with Juice World, like I think that it's hard to lead to live the life you come from right away. Yeah. Um, like, and, and I think that Bobby and Rowdy are a perfect example of that. Even after you blow up, it's hard to just like leave all that shit behind immediately. And I think that's what's going on with Juice World because there was no reason for him to be trafficking, and he was clearly trafficking. He's allegedly. not trafficking though. Night, it's not his drugs. It's I know it's not his drugs. We but don't want to snitch, you, but we know but who his manager using is. Him. Yes, but that's what I'm saying. But he's being used for this. There's no reason yeah. for him to be used for that. Even, yeah, right, and and it's like y'all managing this kid. He's making a, they're making a lot of money off of him, a right. lot of money, and it's like I get it. It's a private jet. They don't search you. It's very easy to to smuggle. However many, like they don't like on a private jet. It, 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 fine, but like 
God damn, bro. Like, the plane that this dude that the meal ticket is on, y'all got a bunch of work with you? Like, it's, mm, I don't know. It's problematic. The whole thing is sad, man. Feel bad for his But family. I agree. The management makes all the difference. And if you don't have management that can, like, pull your collar a little bit, make sure you're taken care of, know how to put you with the right lawyers, know how to put you with the right road man. There are road managers out there who know how to finagle this type of shit. Yo, this kid right. was doing three billion streams. <laughs> he was doing three billion streams on Spotify. Yeah, he's yeah. he was he's really- Man, it's interesting coming from Bibby's account too, though. You know what I mean? A couple couple <laughs> things that he tweeted out. Yeah. What did he say? Can you share? Can't control what somebody else does, but you can control how you react. Um, and then four days later, well, I mean, on the same day. Um, expect betrayal. If you already plan for it, you won't be that hurt when it happens. So is he ch- basically washing his hands mm. of the situation, saying he had nothing to do with that? Yeah, that sounds very detached. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. not the thing you say when 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 someone dies, it's, right? Like he's the one. He's the, the one that walked. He's the one that walked Juice World into the um into the label. Like that's his artist, straight up. Yeah, he was their manager. That's his artist. So God only yeah, that's, knows what's that's going on. Questionable. That. That's very questionable. But it was also like not, I guess. When did when did you swear about a Sunday? Or a Saturday. Uh, Saturday or Sunday. Saturday. So the timely matter, I don't know if they probably either got to it or some shit. Because this is like before he actually passed. So that's interesting. Um it's like a day, a day or two before those tweets were before Juice World passed. So And they didn't delete them. And they didn't delete them. So, but but Bibby is catching a lot of heat now for it because obviously they're you know what I mean saying like oh you know why wouldn't you stop them or you know what I mean like you know right. so I mean I but I, I mean I get it I've been in situations where certain cats you know what I mean you've been a part of entourage and you know certain people want to do their own thing and what can you say you can't bl- fully blame it on the entourage if a nigga making the call and he say nah we gonna do this. And if if a huge eighty percent say yeah, that's what's happening. It ain't gonna just be one nigga. They'd be like, "All right, bro." Like you know what I'm saying? What if Cole was wilding, nigga? Cole was like, "Hey, nigga, we gonna do this." How many niggas gonna really stop Cole? Uh, I don't know, man. That's different. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I you know what? You're right. In a certain like Cole is no, obviously the exact nah, opposite man. of this I, kid. Yeah, right. but I don't I, know no, but I'm, but I'm just talking but if, about but if just, he did. But I'm just saying, like, he did on that heavily influence. I think, I think, I think, I think, yeah, I think there's at least three people I can think of who'll be like, don't do that. I think Cole's like, unique though because he his crew is his crew and has been his crew for so long, right? Like, I yeah. think, I think it depends on the level of trust. Juice World ain't grow up with Bibby. Right. <laughs> right. He wasn't sharing peanut butter jelly sandwiches with him, and he's a kid. <laughs> like, he's young, right. dude. Yeah. Or he was, man. Yeah. 21, 21, right? Yeah, 21. Man. Tragic. Yeah, man. That's messed up. Well, anyways, uh, Naima, thank you so much for joining us, making us smarter, you as you always do. I am always happy to be here. I enjoy you guys. Thank you. Now, now, now your homework is to go catch up on Watchmen, because yes, we're about I'm to talk Watchmen be- right now. All right, yes. guys. And, later. Thank you. Uh, and that'll conclude this first in this special end of year, end of decade series of Black Opinions Matter, where we're talking the music of the decade. Uh, as always, 
subscribe, share. When you listen to this, tweet it out, put it on Instagram, tag us. We will retweet. We will regram. We'll do all those things. I ask you this as listeners because we're trying to grow our, our product. We're trying to spread this thing so we can be bigger, and we can't do that without your help. So please, 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 even if you only have one follower, guess what? We'll get you some more followers if you tag us when you tweet out that you're listening to this. Uh, thanks to Naima. Thanks to Rob Lopez. Thanks to Jerv, Black Trey, Big Waz. This has been Black Opinions Matter. The overflow is up next. We're going to be talking Watchmen over there. And if you've been watching Watchmen, oh boy. I gave you Forget me. Yeah, I won't let you 